I've got some grey darning thread if you want that old sewed up. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Tommy. <laughs> Those standards don't include sweaty feet, I notice. <laughs> Man who's don't sweat in healthy, is he? It's like a dog with a dry nose. <laughs> you settling in all right? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. Yeah, keep me pecker up. I can't grind me down these nerks in here. Bide your time, that's what it's all down to, ain't it? Bide your time. I'm finding it very hard to adjust. It's unnatural, isn't it? Men in cases. Bide your time. I don't mind work. And as I'm in the kitchen, I get plenty of grub, but, uh... Well, the screws ain't bad, by and large, but... Oh, night-night, sunshine. <laughs> Charmless nerk. <laughs> Oh, I ain't put my shoes out to be polished. Now, this is the bit I can't stand. What? Lock up. It's only quarter to eight. It's barely dark out there. If I was at home now, I'd just be getting ready to go out for the evening. <laughs> What's the point in it, son, eh? You're in here to be punished, ain't you, eh? You're in here to forego all them little pleasures that you took for granted over the years, ain't you? Like a comfy shirt, decent smoke. Night out. Night out. If you're keen, we could go out, you know. Oh, yeah, I could ring up a couple of birds, you know. <laughs> a couple of them darlings that dance on top of the pops, you know what I mean? What are they call Pan's people, yeah. It's one special one. Beautiful Babs. I don't know what her name is. <laughs> we could uh, ring up and meet them uh, uh, at an Italian restaurant, couldn't we, eh? Up west, lovely. And we could go on from there somewhere, nightclubs, you know what I mean? Dance till dawn. Then back to their luxurious penthouse flat and wallop. <laughs> Trouble is, I've done all that last night. I'm a bit knackered. <laughs> Anyhow, we'd have to get all ponced up. You'd have to darn the holes in me socks, wouldn't you? Now, why don't we just have a, have a quiet night in, eh? All right? If you say so, Fletch. That's what you've got to tell yourself. Just having a quiet night in, see? Trouble is, I've got 698 quiet nights in to go. <laughs> Less than some. Do you think she'll wait? What? Do you think she'll wait? Who? Denise, my fiancée. Oh, Denise, your fiancée, yeah. Oh, dear. I don't know. I shouldn't think she'll wait in for 698 nights. Well, she's my fiancée. I know, but when she promised to love you forever, she didn't know she was going to be deprived of you in here for two years, did she? I can't sleep at night through thinking about her. Um, you don't want to start any of that. Don't start any of that. All them thoughts, you've got to give them, them carnal thoughts, no good lying there thinking and twitching about what you're not going to get, no. <laughs> carnal thoughts, give them the big E, see? Big elbow. Less you think about women, the better. God blimey, look at her. <laughs> Beauty Queen Shocks Council. Lovely Sharon Spencer, 22. She's more than 22, isn't she? <laughs> Look at them, they're more like 44, ain't they? Each. <laughs> Shocked the town council when they learned that she played the top title role in the new sensational film, The Virgin and the Vicar. I wonder which she played. <laughs> <laughs> have we known, said a council spokesman, we would never have crowned her floral queen. I don't know what all the fuss is about, says Sharon. A former convent girl, 
whose hobbies include water skiing and carpentry. <laughs> I am proud of my body and what I do with it in my spare time is none of the council's business. Yeah. Wouldn't even get planning permission with that, would you? <laughs> what was I saying? You were saying the less you think about women, the better. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carnal thoughts. Carnal thoughts are fatal, yeah. You know, she reminds me of Denise a bit. Huh? Which bit? Denise, my fiancée. You're not telling me that your Denise is a star of silver screen, are you? Albeit a grubby one in a little back room? Nah, nothing like that. Not a model like them? Nah. Although I did take some provocative Polaroids of her when we were caravanning in the Gar Peninsula. Did you? Yeah, nothing mucky-like. You know, she was just, um, expressing herself, posing like, you know what I mean? Look that. <laughs> Watch it, son. What will the neighbours think, eh? <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's not. It's all right as far as I'm concerned, mate. They all know which side my bread's buttered. No, I'm not worried about it. It's you I'm worried about. You know, a young boy like you, a growing lad, can come to harm, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, half the fairies around here would go into a frenzy if I saw you doing that, you know. I'm engaged to Denise. Well, that means nap all of them, doesn't it, eh? I mean, they're all engaged to each other, aren't they? <laughs> no, no, I mean, Denise's a thing of the past, isn't she? She's just a photograph under your pillow, just a, just a letter in your top pocket, right? Just a, a warm tingle in your loins. In me what? In your loins. What are loins? <laughs> well, loins... Look, you know, when you're lying there in the middle of the night, <laughs> thinking of Denise, right? And you're thinking of all the lovely times you've had together, yeah? Don't you get a little warm tingle? Yeah. Well, where you get it, that's your loins. <laughs> I thought they were... There are lots of names for them. She's a very physical girl, is Denise. Yeah. She was a beauty queen. Well, sort of. She was a finalist in the office machinery exhibition. Miss Duplicating, she was. <laughs> Her picture was in the paper and she'd become a pin-up of 2,000 sailors on an aircraft carrier in Gibraltar. They wrote to her and they said she was the girl they'd most like to have ink in their roller. <laughs> That must have made you very proud, Lenny, my son, to think your Denise, your little fiancé, was a sexual fantasy of an entire aircraft carrier. <laughs> Didn't know her then. Uh. That was before she moved to Smedic. Before that never-to-be-forgotten day in a supermarket where I met her in the bullring. <laughs> That's in Birmingham. She was stamping special offer on giant-sized jars of pickled onions. <laughs> and I come round the corner from saucers and condiments and my wire trolley went over her foot. <laughs> It was a magic moment. We both knew. And I said to her, I said straight off, I said, will you meet me outside? And she said, all right. God preserve us, God, but what? <laughs> I mean, romance. How do you mean? It was beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure it was. All I'm saying is, I hope you find somewhere a bit more romantic next time, if you have your time again, to meet the love of your life. Oh, dear. Stamping special offer on giant-sized pickled onions. <laughs> And bloody hell, it's not Romeo and Juliet, is it? Yeah. Was your courtship any more romantic? No. 
No, I can't say it was really, no, no. I was a city boy like you. Mind you, it was just after the war, so I had a bit more space, you know. And it was mainly bomb sites. <laughs> of course, there was, uh, there was the cinema too, there was the Muswell Hill Odeon. Or the back seat of a car. If I could open one. <laughs> but we seem to have a bit more, I don't know, a bit more scope somehow, you know. I mean, these great big grey concrete forbidding tower blocks. I mean, it's, it's no hiding place, is there, eh? Can't make love in a laundrette. We did. <laughs> did yeah, it was very quiet at the time. Oh, I'm glad to. That's a great relief, eh? <laughs> We had three bags fulls to do and it was bitter out. Well, that hardly qualifies you, does it, eh? <laughs> three bag fulls? Mind you, I don't know Birmingham myself. Now, my oldest, Ingrid. Ingrid? Oh, yeah, Ingrid, yeah. The old lady called her Ingrid after a famous film star, Ingrid Bergman, what was uh, sweeping the country at the time. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't suppose you've ever heard of her, have you? Eh? Casablanca, Broom the Bell Tolls, Spellbound. Oh, I think I've seen that one on the telly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is that the one where there's these scientists in a secret laboratory in Arizona and this bloke drinks a substance by mistake and turns into a werewolf and then he carries off the mad doctor's niece and does things to her in the catacombs? <laughs> no. No, no, that definitely wasn't one of Ingrid's, no. I think I can say, without fear of contradiction, that Ingrid was never in no catacombs with no werewolf, no. My daughter Ingrid may have been. But, uh, not the lovely Miss Bergman, you know. Yeah. What were you going to say about your daughter, Ingrid? Eh? Oh, was I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, my daughter, Ingrid, my oldest. Now, this is between you and me, God, all right? She was actually conceived uh, in Igot Cemetery. <laughs> you see, we was...